G'day, I'm Frank, and welcome to Denver Down Under, our fun podcast where we contrast our experiences growing up to become better friends. And that's right, I'm alone. Uh, <laughs> Lockie and I have finally assimilated. We've become one. We can't bring the friendship any longer, and clearly my stronger American accent uh, made me the dominant one in this just horrible human mess that we are. Does Lucky also have an American exit? No, we've got a joke! Lucky's sick. He's probably dead, but he's definitely lost his voice. So we decided to, you know, have another episode so that we don't uh, completely forget. Hmm. Also, uh, as a faithful follower of the show, I know that Lucky doesn't have an Australian accent. So I well, was just a Well, trick. that's wrong. This is my, just a joke. This is my friend Abhishek. We call him Arby. Frank calls me Arby. Look, when I got here, I could not say the the like soft a h sound, so I had, I'd have to say Arby instead of Abby. It wasn't it even sucked. Arby; it was just Abby. 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 I can't. But it's not that hard. It's like, oh my god, a B. You know what I mean? Like you're shocked, and there's a B. A B. <laughs> I hope the silence bothers you. <laughs> okay, it's your podcast. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Arby's one of my friends from uni. We met at the dorms, mm-hmm. and he's very interesting. Tell yeah. us a little bit about yourself, Arby. You know, uh, I met Frank at the dorms, as we say, <laughs> um, and I work as a bartender. I'm studying arts law, but I haven't been at uni for a little while. Um, I'm 23. I'm from Melbourne. All of that. Yeah. That's it. Okay. I am male. I am a Sagittarius. Um, Okay, we're getting to too much information. I don't need all of it. (laughs) But today you have a topic for us, right? Well, I think you have a topic. But yeah, the topic is vacations. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thanks that that you're really... Well, I didn't make up this topic. I feel like if at the end of this, this is shit. It's uh, great that you're bringing to the front uh, just how I am the puppet master, just pulling all yeah, the strings yeah, yeah, yeah. for you poor, poor guests. Darn it. It's Darn over. It. I can't. The It's just gone. Okay, so we're doing vacations. Yes. Okay, fine. We'll start. Every week, though, I start with a question. And this week, I'm going to hit you with one that you inspired me to because you're wearing a really cool uh, Solange sweater from her recent... She performed at Vivid. She performed her album, A Seat at the Table, which was released to critical acclaim in 2016. Yeah, but what what was it? What do you mean? So she had a concert in Sydney. In Sydney for this, Vivid, which is like yeah. a festival they have once a year there. It's like a sound and light festival. A bunch of people perform. There's food. There's projections. There's art installations. There's Solange. <laughs> she was performing at the Sydney Opera House. And Solange is Beyonce's sister, right? Younger sister, yeah. If you could be any celebrity's sister... Well, I guess, sorry, sibling, not just sister. I mean, I'll you be, could, oh, well, let's go with sister. If I okay. could be any celebrity sister. Who would it be and why? I mean, Beyonce is up there. I wouldn't mind being Solange's sister. Because I feel like Solange is like fiercely loyal. Remember that time she beat up Jay-Z in an elevator? Yeah. Pretty good. Beyonce is fiercely wealthy. Um... <laughs> And so I wouldn't really have to do anything. I don't really... I feel like I'd be very attractive because everybody in my family is very attractive. You, I laid out 
the question. You can't just take the example that I used. Because she's Beyonce's sister. And that was kind of the, 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 the important thing. What does this have to do with vacations? No, it's just a random question to get us in the mood. To get us in the mood? And to get us in the right, like, creative juices. I get guess, those juices flowing, Arby. I guess I'd want somebody who's, like, successful, but their career is kind of over. And they've sort of, like, settled into their own thing. So then they could spend time on me. With their money. So, okay. like, I would be, like, Sade's sister. But Sade's releasing an album soon. But I'd be Sade's sister. You know? Like, okay. Sade is a musician that I fiercely respect. I think she's incredible. But she hasn't really been doing much music for, like, the past five, six years. And so, she'll be like, you know what, Abby? Let's focus on your career. Well. And then I become a fiercely successful. I keep saying fiercely, but I, keep, I become a... Fiercely I successful. Become, I become a fiercely successful... Okay. You know, Bristol scene, R&B singer, or something. <laughs> who would you pick? Go on, who would you pick? I would be The Undertaker's brother. Okay. I don't know anything about wrestling, but keep going. Well, you know that The Undertaker is this big wrestler. He's like six eight seven three. He's just this giant man who is just very large and very solemn, and he's just kind of... Kind of an unhappy guy. He, um, for a while, his, uh, like, manager was called uh, Paul Bear. Which, which is, is fantastic. Yeah, a fun pun. And then he had a brother. He already does have a brother named Kane, who's this other big wrestler boy. And... Is that what Legacy of Kane is about? No, but... Okay. Don't give me that look. Okay. Yeah, so he's just... I think it would be fun to be the small brother. Because they're both over, like, six foot, eight, seven foot. They're huge, huge men. I think it would be funny to be your size and still yeah. be the small brother. Yeah, I think that's very funny. I, yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. Also, like, I already feel strongly I don't want to see The Undertaker wrestler anymore because he's so old. He's ancient. He's 64 or something. Is he still wrestling? Well, yeah, he just wrestled John Cena recently. Did he lose? I think he won. I'm not sure. I yeah. I just I feel strongly for this big, like emo boy, this big goth man. And why don't you want to see him wrestling? Because you think it's dangerous for him. I don't want him to get hurt. But I mean, I feel like because the way I understand wrestling, which is from watching like five episodes of Glow, um, <laughs> they're like wait, explain Glow really quick. So gorgeous ladies of wrestling. It's a Netflix show. It's about these women in the '80s who were hired by this guy who used to be this big wrestling coach or wrestler himself, I forget. And his task was to turn these women into professional wrestlers to start this women's wrestling league in the 80s. Okay, so it gives you a really good perspective of what, like, the WWE is. Yeah, and it was also kind of this, like, it really sucked to be a woman in the 80s because everybody's horrible. And there's, like, I've only seen five episodes, but there's, like, really technical wrestlers. And then there's wrestlers that just, like, Really amp up a like really amp up a character. Really amp up the crowd. He's both, and I feel like if the Undertaker, as he got older in years and can't really move the way he used to, if he just like moved his niche to something that was more acting based or see more... the thing is, is he had both. He's mm-hmm. a very good technical wrestler, and he's just got like the best character. Although he did, there was a time when he was a biker. He was in, the in American biker. Well, no, his character was the American biker. So before he was the Undertaker, or was he still no, called he was the, the Undertaker. Undertaker? Then during the nineties, because the nineties got weird, he was like, "I'm gonna ride this Harley into the wrestling ring, and then I'm, I'm a hog boy." 
God, I was just having a conversation today with somebody else about how little I care about wrestling. <laughs> I just like, okay, look, it's over. I just really fucking hate. Like, I remember Let's... growing up and all the boys my age being super into wrestling, and I'm like, what is this bullshit? Why are they screaming? Why are they naked? Why do they look like this? It was sort of like my same vibe with Dragon Ball Z. I'm like, why are they screaming? Why are they naked? Why do they look like this? Don't insult my brothers, it's just, okay? My big wrestling brothers, don't insult them. Let's just go to vacations. You're going to start us off. Tell me about family vacations. So I went on a vacation basically every year of my life until I was maybe like 12 or 13. Where and would you go? So we used to go Easter camping. I'm doing air quotes, but you can't see it. Um, where it wasn't actually camping, but we'd like go stay out in cabins or like in a motel <laughs> or something, but usually in or around a national park. So real camping. Real, just down on the earth, just looking at the stars from your sleeping bag camping. Yeah, looking at the stars after we leave our little house. <laughs> and then go back inside to the comfort With of our beds and showers and toilets and all of that. But we used to go, so my parents moved here from India with like a bunch of people from, I guess, the hospitality hotel scene in Mumbai. And they all moved around. They all ended up moving to Melbourne. And then because they all knew each other and like Indian community in Melbourne was pretty small at that time, they all became really close friends. And we, they all had kids that were kind of my age. I was the youngest in the group, mostly. Um, but we'd all go like someplace in Victoria or someplace kind of in Australia and we'd all go together and we'd all stay in kind of shitty accommodation in like someplace rural or someplace near a national park. <laughs> and th- and that, that was basically vacations for a really long time. Somewhere nature adjacent. Nature adjacent. Yeah. Like we'd go to Wachuca, we'd go to Grampians, we'd go to Wilson's Prom. Wait, are those real places? These are all places in Melbourne that I would... Not Melbourne, but in Victoria, that I would very much recommend visiting. We should go to Wilson's Prom. Wilson's Prom is gorgeous. That's the They're, weirdest name? These what? Are, wait, these What's are like, a prom here? Like a promontory. Promontory? <laughs> promontory. promontory. Wilson just said he had such a banger of a party for his like high school prom. Dude, we prom- just named a place after it. A promontory is like a... I'm saying it wrong, but it's like a... I think it's like a jutting out piece of land that juts out into the ocean <laughs> <laughs> or something but okay. it was basically that or we'd go to india like every two or three years or india cause, yeah because your family's from india yeah how different is that what were the wait so your nature tangential family like camping trips yeah how different were they to your like indian family trips well they'd be different in the way that one was in Australia and one was in India. <gasps> really? That's pretty. What? It's pretty different. Um, India is pretty wildly different to Australia. But outside of that, I guess also like we weren't going with family friends in India. We'd be going with family because all of our family was there, and so it'd basically be like we'd spend half the time in India hanging out with family, and the other half time in India, my parents would take us to some place in India that we haven't been before, mm. just like sort of show us the country. But yeah, what were your vacations like? So, my family, when I was growing up, like, they loved camping, but Mm -hmm. also it was real camping for, like, a single session in, like, tents and stuff. And then they got a little pop-up trailer. What's a pop-up trailer? So, it's, like, a, like, it's got two wheels, 
I think. And you attach it to the back of your car and then you drive it. And then when you park it, you can like cement it down and the like roof will actually pop up and the sides will come out and you have two beds on each side, like one on each side and they're big beds. And then you, you, it's just like a little motel thing. It's not a, like a caravan. It's not big enough, Mm. but it's just a little pop up. And we would go and we would go to Lake Granby. Um, so we also had a sailboat when I was young and we called it a uh, cloud dancing. It was bright yellow, which might be why I like my car. Cloud dancing. Who named it? It was named that. I never People. realized that. And so it was like a sailboat with sails. Yeah. Not like so a motor. my dad loved sailing. Um, as a kid or just in general just in general i don't okay. know how they got interested in it we had a sailing club at school so i don't know it's possible yeah, maybe it's australian i don't know mm. but end up getting a boat and like we'd go sailing and we'd go to lake granby and lake granby was fed by glacial water but it was also man-made so it, it uh started off and then kept getting pumped up by the glacial water runoff and it was freezing cold but probably uh, really fresh like i would love it yeah could you drink the water yeah, right. although it was ink black, like, no, 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 like, when you were out in it, it was ink black, you could never see the bottom, because it got so dark so quickly. Because um, it was It was clear water, it was just... Really deep, or just the bottom was really black? It was deep, like... it was, yeah. It was in the mountains, I don't know. Um, but I remember just going un- in the water until my lips were just blue. And I have two brothers, and... I so just... you'd go swimming in this mountain water? In this mountain lake. Okay. Yeah. Off of the sailboat. Okay. And I remember I would go and, yeah, my list would be blue. And my younger brother, Zach, he was very skinny and very small up until the last few years. And he would be... No, well, he sprouted up. Okay. He's like 5'11 now. Okay. Like, not tall. Is that tall? I mean, it's taller than me. Yeah, but you're like three feet tall and a half. That I am three feet and a half tall. Yeah. You fit in my pocket. Basically. You take me out at parties. Yeah. Just hang out. I'm like, hey, it's me, Abby. If we go on a hike, I carry you on my back because you're like a backpack. Mm. You're just not very good at like holding things. No. Not full of room. No. <laughs> <laughs> if we snuggled, you'd be my jetpack. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Um, yeah, so he's, he was short, but he was also very, very skinny, not an ounce of fat on him. And he would get out of the water and just be shaking like just an actual like leaf in the wind. And we were always worried that, oh, he might freeze, but he didn't. Um, (laughs) it'd be a better story if he did. Well, (laughs) then I'd be down a brother and I I wouldn't prefer that. Well, no, but maybe you just have to like rush him to the hospital. Or something you know what i mean it wasn't fatal he didn't quite die but he almost died and that made the story much better like he didn't die but he, now he's deathly afraid of water or something you know what i mean like <laughs> that would have made a better story because now it's just like oh it was really cold and we always were worried that something might happen but nothing ever did yeah that's nice I anyway i do remember though where we were in the little pop-up once and my dad and my brother were on one side and they hadn't cemented it right. Oh, no. And as they were, like, 
just there in the bed. It like fell <gasps> sideways. <gasps> You're the worst. Look. No, no, no. Keep going. <laughs> engage, I want to know. I want to know. Engage listening is great. Just gasping at any sentence I make. Well, That's no, if this good. is serious, something might have happened. What happened? I'm genuinely, I genuinely want to know what happened. Did, did they, they get dive to the other side and managed to balance it out. But like, yeah, it almost like tipped. It was very, very intense. <laughs> this one time we went camping, our tent almost tipped. And that was It wasn't really... a tent. It was a pop-up and it was, there was a big hill. I don't fucking... I, s- I need to see a picture of a pop-up because I still have no idea what this is. Let's not look it up. Let's just imagine that I know what it is. Well, yeah, so we would do that. I actually remember coming to Australia. As um, a kid? In like 2008. Okay, so you would have been like 13. Yeah, I remember going and... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, I just um looked up pop-up and... It only came pop-up. up with pop-up books. Yeah, that... Oh. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, you see how it would be cemented? Anyway, not important. So, I remember coming here, and it was in the fall, and Australia was great. And I remember thinking that Canberra. Canberra? Yeah. Because my family's from Canberra. Yeah. I remember thinking that, oh, it's so beautiful, but it's so far away. Everything's so far away. Because it was all new, so it was all my brain taking it in. Was this the first time you'd been overseas? No, I'd been to Greece when I was, uh, like, 10. Okay, but I guess, like, Greece is surrounded by all these other countries, so it's not really far away from things. Yeah, it was just... Australia in the fall was really nice. Um, I remember having, like, a mad crush on, like, the only girl that I met here. And she was a family (laughs) friend. But, yeah, I haven't seen her since. I don't know what happened. That could have been love. I mean, you've never seen this family friend since? I have. I haven't seen his daughter. Do you know what happened to her? No. Maybe she died in a camping accident. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! Maybe. I don't know. This is an aggressive rhetoric, Harvey. I like... Hmm. How was Grace? What was Grace like? I was like seven. Do you have a lot of family, though? No. Apparently, my dad's cousin... Was a um, Olympic volleyball baller, volleyballer. Like a, he played for Greece or he played for Australia. He played for Greece. No, they're all Austra- They're all Greek over there. Oh yeah, but I'm I'm saying like, like, hey, good, you understand countries. Well, he's also got family in Australia. Is my point. Yeah. So my dad's side of the family, they're both from Greece. So can your dad speak Greek? Yeah. Okay. I can say cuss words in the alphabet. That's close enough. Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so my dad's side of the family, like my papu was from Samos and my yaya, um, was from more inland mm-hmm. and controversial. <laughs> yeah. And they actually met in Australia. So after they fled world war two. Or... Yeah. That's what they were doing. My uh, papu joined the Navy and then came here. The Australian Navy or the Merchant Navy or? No, the Greek Navy, I think. Okay. He grew, joined the Greek Navy for a little bit and then came Defensive? here right before. Oh. No. Right before. Right after. I don't know. I should learn more of my family history. Way to make me question myself. Well, okay. So both of my parents are from India. They stayed in India. 
until they got married and then my dad was like we can move to japan or australia and i was like what the fuck you never mentioned this before we got married i don't want to leave india and my dad was like we can move to australia or japan and my mom was like well i guess i can speak english let's go to australia and so then we lived in australia ever since wow yeah that's intense yeah thanks for just dropping that on us right now and my mom used to bond with my piano teacher who's this really really old lady she was like in her 80s and basically the same thing happened to her her husband she got married to her husband and then her husband like a year after they married was like let's move to australia and she was like no and then he was like yes and then they moved to australia and she like was where was she from she's from england and so she was like living on this fucking farm in the middle of nowhere australia and miserable and my mom and my piano teacher used to bond over that because they'd be both, both been brought to Australia by their husbands, unwillingly. You just really brought the level yeah. down. Oh, no. I mean, like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? But, you know, it's just... We don't condone that here at Denver Down Under. Yeah, don't, like, force your partner to move. Please make a uh, mutual decision. Before you get married. I mean, like, yeah, we'll communicate. Get, we'll, hey, that's a good rule. Well, you can get married, but then, like, don't be afraid to get divorced if you need to. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, yeah, I just remember family vacations being kind of just such a trip that now I look back on and I really enjoy the the memory of kind of spending time with my family and going to these places that were away from home just far enough to you know, feel different. Mm. But also the road tripping was fun and we'd listen to books on tape and, you know, spending time with your family was always a a little bit miserable, but also like I did genuinely enjoy most of the time there. I'd mostly just play Pokemon. Ooh. On my Game Boy Color. Oh, which one? All of them. All of them? (laughs) Well, yeah, mostly yellow and then red and then silver and then sapphire and then emerald okay wow okay (laughs) i mean well yeah if you wanted me to list all of them compared to like social interaction who needs that you've got pikachu but i've like interacted with my family for 18 years you know it's enough (laughs) (laughs) it's time for pokemon i don't need to hang out with them when we're in a new place yeah like i spend all my time at home hanging out with them like what what is this vacation bullshit I also really remember like reading books a lot while I was on vacation yeah, me and too. I can associate like a book now to a certain place or a certain like vacation. That's really interesting. Like um I read I mean I've talked about it a little bit earlier but I read the His Dark Materials trilogy while I was in Australia in 2008 and so whenever I think about those I think of that road trip and I think of going to like Brisbane and seeing my uncle and I I remember just being in Canberra and like loving the book and just really just that was a big part of that family vacation that's a memory I won't forget and so that was yeah I really am a fan of vacations I think that uh they're really good and I can't wait to take my kids on these vacations that they might be miserable to now or well not now I'm we got a ways to go before kids did you guys did you guys go on did you go like did you go, like, camping or on school trips, but for, like, days? No. Is that not a thing they do in America? It is a thing. I went to a really urban school where there wasn't a lot of money. Um, and so we just, we went on field trips maybe once to, like, the Botanical Gardens where I touch a spider. 
Um, okay. We went to field trips across the street to the pavilion. I feel like even... The gazebo. Like... And played sports. Even poorer schools in Australia, maybe not all of them, but most of them, they often have school trips. It's just you often have to pay out of pocket. Mm. Um, yeah. Because I had them in my first school, but it was like Anglican. So it wasn't private, but it was religious. And so they got money from a church on top of government money. <laughs> and then my second school was just like a really fancy public school. But because it was really old and fancy, we had a lot of money from like people who used to go to the school. Hmm. And so we and we also got extra funding from the government because our school did really well and was really old. So, so you just got so much funding. Yeah, like I never really went to a proper private school, but like it kind of worked out that I went to wealthy schools despite not going to a private school. If that makes any good, sense. Good. I'm glad that <laughs> So we I mean basically what I'm saying is we used to go camping for school as well, but it wasn't like proper camping in the sense, but it would be camping like You'd stay in a cabin full of, like, six other children in bunk beds. Do you know what I mean? Yes. But, like, nature adjacent. Okay, well, we might have you back on when we talk about field trips. Okay. But this was family vacations, and we got to stay focused, Darby. Well, okay, fine. So, do you have any final, final <clears throat> wrap-ups about uh, family vacations? Have we spoken for, like, half an hour? Just <laughs> close enough. Okay, um, do I have any final wrap-ups? Yeah, family vacations... At the end of the day, probably wouldn't do them again. <laughs> um, if I had to rate them out of 10, maybe like a three. Wow. They're pretty, okay. I mean, okay, look, it's good because you get to see a new place and you don't have to pay for anything. As these are the, these yeah. are the main advantages. As an adult. And also, you- and also everything was organized for you. But on the downside is your parents are organizing everything. My, I don't know if your parents tried to do this, but every time we'd go overseas, we'd go air quotes camping they try to do way too much in way too little amount of time and so everybody we'd all be like rushed to go do this thing that nobody really wanted wanted to do in the first place and we'd all be cranky and angry and we have to spend all this money and my dad gets really grumpy when we have to spend money and like (laughs) just really dishing a lot yeah like it's just tiring and welcome to gossip cast where we just really just like, in Bring re- up our stuff. Like, in retrospect, I'm really grateful that my parents did all of this, and I'm really grateful that I was like, you know, my parents valued doing these sorts of things with me and my sister. And it was like a really nice thing. I just wouldn't do it again. Yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's totally understandable. Yeah. Okay. So we have some mail-in memories, which are where you guys can send us a few... <gasps> Of your memories, and uh, we'll talk to it and see if we can associate. So the email address for that is downundercast at gmail.com. And today we have one by Kara. So she's actually emailed us before. Because <laughs> we and only have one listener. Yeah, one listener. And it's Kara. Thank you, Kara. We love you, Kara. Kara. She doesn't like Kara. I said Kara too, and then she got mad. Kara. Oh, no. Don't cause... Don't insult our listener, Arby. We'll just call her Brumley. We'll call her by her last name. We'll be like, really? Hey, Brums. It's, it's Brumley. No, Brums. Love you, Brumley. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Kara. Okay. The boys. Read the thing. So, Do you want me to read it? Yes, but you got to do it in a voice because we have voices for our fun. Whatever you feel like. What kind of voice? Hey, Lachlan, Frank, and associated guests. 
I can't really relate to your sporting experiences, because the only time I willingly participated in a sport was in fifth grade. I decided to join my school's don't basketball ASMR. team. No, 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 don't ASMR. No, 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 stop. A week later, but my mom... Wait, restart that. Restart that part. wouldn't let me. Restart that part. Why? Because no one could hear you. We're, this is not an ASMR cast. Look, we'll fix it up in post. No, I, I can't fix it up in post. I my basketball team and wanted to quit a week later, but my mum wouldn't let me. I then spent every game staying as far away from the ball as possible and praying that no one would try to pass to me. It was very relatable. Also, one time when I was waiting for my friend to finish practice so we could hang out, I got hit in the face by a volleyball while I was sitting in my bleachers doing my homework. Go figure. She's American. Best wishes, Kara. Best wishes, Kara. Kara. Don't. Kara, Kara. <laughs> Bro- best wishes, Brumley. Yeah, I That could re- be her nickname. It's me, Best Wishes Brumley. I can relate to this a lot, where I remember... Um, actually, you when I... You liked sport. I liked sport, but... There are certain sports I don't like. Well, no, that I just wasn't good at. So I remember, like, playing basketball for the Panhellenic Games when I first got here in 2013. Okay. Just because my cause, uh, my godbrother was um, he was actually in charge of that for Canberra. Okay. And he didn't have a team because everyone pulled out. So he's like, Frank, you're half Greek. You can do it. And I'm like, I haven't played. Please don't. Please don't. Hey, please don't. What game was this? Basketball. Oh, okay. And so we played like six basketball games you're in so tall. like two days. Yeah, I'm good at standing underneath the thing, but I'm too physical. I got sent off almost every game because <laughs> because I got fouls, because I was just accidentally bumping into people and like traveling. <laughs> like traveling. <laughs> yeah. So no, I totally get that. And like getting hit in the face with balls is um <laughs> Look, something that I try to avoid. What about you, Arby? Do you get hit in the face with balls a lot? Well, look, in one way or another. But I think I can definitely relate to what she's saying. Like, I was on my school's cricket team and I tried out for my school's soccer team when I was 10. And then I played cricket for a bit when I was like 11 and 12. And I kind of did it because I felt vague pressure to do so. Not really for my family, because my family didn't really give a shit, but we'd often, like, hang out with, like, family friend gatherings, the same people that we'd go, like, camping with. Air quotes. Because, um, <laughs> like, every time we'd hang out, we'd always be in a park somewhere, and they'd all be playing cricket. And they'd be like, Ubby, Ubby, you should get involved, because all the boys would be playing cricket. And I'd be like, okay, I'll play cricket. And then I'd get out instantly, and they'd be like, oh, no, no, it's okay, it's okay. Ubby can only get out if you catch with one hand. And, then, <laughs> and they'll be like, okay, okay, wait, no, no, no. Ubby gets... Two free outs. So he gets to he has to go out twice before he actually gets out. And I didn't know how to bowl, and I couldn't really catch the ball because the because cricket balls are really hard. It sounds like a lot of excuses, Arby. Cricket balls are really hard, and they hurt when you catch them. And so, like often, the ball would come towards me, and I would <laughs> flinch out of the way. Well, no, I'd just be like I'd like pretend like I fumbled, but it'd be really obvious that I'd be pretending <laughs> that I just missed because I really never wanted to actually catch the ball because it really fucking hurt. Well, so Kara, uh, poor Lockie. I relate to you. Poor Lockie's sick as a dog. Um, I relate, and our uh, associate associated is, is really the term guest. Associated uh, guest, not just associate. A guest. Okay. No, I love you, Arby. Okay. <laughs> I love and, her. Oh no. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Thank you so much for the email, and it looks like we got one more. Um, and it's from, oh, it's from, Rexford. It's from Rex. Okay, well, wait, I'm walking here. Hello. Oh, 
We'll fix that in post. No, Locke always does a really good... Okay, look. I cannot do a Christopher Walken accent because I cannot do accents. I'm sorry. Just don't try then. Do something different. Poor listener. Be your own man. You know? I know, but the accents is fun. Okay. Hello, sir, ma'am. I would like to apply for the position of host slash co-host of Denver to Down Under. This application was submitted in response to the apparent fallout between the current hosts. I have already been writing for this show intermittently, demonstrating my ability to produce quality content that is relatable to our audience. This is already on par with the current hosts, though one has trouble relating to listeners submitted mail and memories, while the other consistently fumbles the podcast introduction. References can be provided if required. Sincerely, Rexford. Okay, Rex, listen up here. I relate to this quite a lot, actually. Yeah, look, <laughs> Mr. Standin, I don't need your your opinion. Rex, come for the throne, okay? I know Loki is sick and a little bit dying. Um, if he dies, I might hit you up. Look, I gotta keep my options open. But no. Has he been on the show yet? Well, he emails just a lot. Rex just really likes emailing well you should actually have him in instead of just you know reading i mean i guess in the sense his emails are always on the show so he's kind of like this third host rex is our don't he's don't like give him that much credit he's rex like a permanent our, bit you know what i mean he's rex like he's, is, like a, he's a segment in and of itself rex is our rival and my nemesis well he's Loki's nemesis look he's I, your rival Loki's nemesis and yeah, my i don't feel as strongly and my lover my friend oh boy <laughs> Okay, look, Rex. My compatriot. We'll think about it. Get back to us. And send those references, please. Okay. <laughs> so. Is that it? Thank you for listening. Thank you. The only way that we advertise is through word of mouth. And so if you could tell a friend or a frenemy, uh, a rival. Your boss at work. Your boss at work. The janitor. Your underling. Your under, Your minion. Tell your minion to listen. Tell... Your brother. Your housemate. Your housemate. Your parents. Your grandparents. Your children. You're really slowing down on this. <laughs> yeah, hey, if you have a baby, just put some headphones in the baby's ears and let them listen to this fun Make voice. them an account. <laughs> and then like and subscribe. And like and subscribe. Yeah, so please like and subscribe as well if you want. Make anyway. fake accounts, like and subscribe, and listen to the podcast multiple times. Anyway, you can email in at downundercast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at downundercast. You can find Lockie at Young Cardinals on Twitter. And you can find me at, oh God, it's still frankly my donk. I hate that. I It was frankly my dear with three A's. So frankly my dear. Now it's frankly my donk because someone made a joke and I took it seriously. I'll change it back to frankly my dear. Although you can tweet at Frankly Madonk. You can find me... Yeah, how can we find you? On Facebook or... I'm on Tumblr. Yeah, what's your Tumblr name? Um, onionapologist.tumblr.com Okay, and what's on your Tumblr? Just it's just like, porn, so don't... Well, hey, no, 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 no. Realistically... Mostly what I reblog is music and art. What kind and of art? anime-related things and video game-related things, mm. but, but it's mostly art what and kind music. Of art? Well, you know, like, good art. How graphic is this art? Not a lot of it. Most of it is... The vast majority of it is not nude. Like, maybe, like, one in a thousand. (laughs) Maybe, like... Maybe, like, one in a couple hundred. Maybe it has, like, you know... 
a little bit of it's a bit risque. Look, all I'm saying but is I, I would say none of it is pornography. Literally none of the stuff that I post. My my okay, okay, okay. <laughs> my Tumblr feed is different to my Tumblr. Okay, I don't blog. know Tumblr. I just whenever you're on Tumblr, I just see just a lot of nudity. Well, yeah, but that's because my feed is different to my. Okay, look, fine, 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 fine. Find him at Tumblr or on Facebook. Just send him a message and tell him how great or poor. Or no, mostly great. You of can a job find me did. on Grinder. You can find me on Scruff. Just send me a message. <laughs> Hit me up. Slide <laughs> no, into my DMs. Stop. You can find me on Tinder. Okay. See you next week. Bye.